Well, the hearts are back and it's another comfortable Edinburgh Derby victory. What do you do? My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Hammy and Simon. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. No Cameron tonight, which won't be a surprise to you, listener. <laughs> Prefer not to speak. Um, Hearts Monitor boys, I think what well, since we last recorded at the start of January, you've you've seen um you've seen the, the most part of a January transfer window, um, and you've seen Hearts beat Spartans, and you've seen a Hearts squad without Lauren Shankland in it. What's your Hearts Monitor on the whole Hearts at the moment? I'm still still simmering at a lovely seven point five. Cool. Seem, seems yeah. more, seems more reasonable now. No, no change for me. So on eight, I think it was. Okay, Harry. I think I'll. I can't drop from ten. We've won another game. <laughs> right. Well, I was a ten, but I've dropped at nine point eight. Oh. With the last month, maybe a maybe a nine point nine. <laughs> um, but I. I think the January transfer window is open. We're recording here in the the late hours of the twenty second day of the month. So it's nine days until the transfer window slams shut, uh, and it's it's all about Lauren Shankland. Um, well, earlier in the month it seemed that Hearts, I don't know if leaked the word, but told someone at Sports Sound, BBC Sports Sound, that it would be a bit in excess of five million pounds for Shankland to leave this window. Which is in our in our kind of realistic expectations. So the media is just <laughs> desperate for Lauren Shanklin to move to the <laughs> The red top <laughs> newspapers using Chat GPT to say the same thing over and over again in different <laughs> articles. Aye. Like they will not stop. And obviously Shanklin having diarrhea and missing the game against Spartan. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with. Um Shanklin missing the game against Spartans just said set fucking Rangers clickbait articles into overdrive. Uh, um, fuck Cameron, Cameron had a theory that, that that was because we didn't want to get him cup tied just in case. Uh, Aye, it's quite quite a common theory, isn't it? That's the big one. Like it, it devalues him if it was Rangers to, to bring him in, they could then propose that oh well we can't even play him in the Scottish Cup, so it takes value off him. Hmm. And we didn't need to play them against Spartans, but just well. make sure. <laughs> yeah, well, just. <laughs> just. Uh, but media will not stop, and I think we're in for another nine days of it. That's for sure. And yeah. then another six months after that. <laughs> and then Don't the emails of the summer. I, I reckon, do you reckon there's still a good chance a team in England pull the trigger? No, not now. You think there would have been more talk in the media about our team down south by now? Aye. It's like weirdly quiet, actually. It just seems to be Rangers daft. I don't know if that's mm. because that's all that's getting funneled through the press at the moment, the daily record and stuff. Aye, aye, I just think the Rangers writers are just looking for something to, to sell papers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aye. Newspapers that usually report about the Scottish leagues need to do something to make it more competitive are also the ones saying that Rangers need to sign Lauren and Shankland. <laughs> Fair point. So we'll see what happens. The likes of Norwich and others were apparently... Well, I mean, who wouldn't be keeping tabs on Lauren Shankland? But I guess for a club like that, they're maybe waiting to see if their striker's going to break their leg. You know, it would take something like that for them to... <laughs> Not that I'm wishing anybody breaks their leg. <laughs> Before they go, right, well... They're pushing to get from to the Premier League here. That's worth a gamble for us. You know what I mean? They're five million, whatever, yeah. in the doors. Um, but yeah, doesn't sound like there's anything else. It's going to be Rangers or bust. Or Shankland. Um, we'll see what happens there. We we were rumoured to be 
looking at uh, Calvin Ramsey on loan from Liverpool, but it was another man who joined us, Dexter. Somebody tell me his surname. <laughs> pardon? Dexter. I beg your pardon. <laughs> That's right. He joined us um, on loan from, from Wolves. Um, apparently, he had a very decent loan spell at Rotherham, but they're doing absolutely fucking woeful. They've got so many injuries, they were just fucking backs against the wall. So Wolves have pulled him out, wanted him to go and play a more famous football club that play sexy, fluid, attacking, bald football. They were looking for a team that is, yeah, really on the front foot and super exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, as playing wings back, wing backs, oh, we're pretty well set up for that. I mean, I would never want to send, you would never put a central midfielder on loan at the club. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? But as a wing back, it's pretty, be pretty consistent. So mm-hmm. he's coming from Wolves and uh, he, looks, he looks pretty decent from what you've seen against Spartans, eh? No, he took, took people on, put balls into the box, something that we've not done. I looked confident. We've got a wee bit yeah. of time to completely ruin that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we send them back to Wolves a better man. Character building, son. Yeah. Down the road you go. Right. Um, so, he, so he's joined to be your backup and rotate in with Nathaniel Atkinson, who he was away before Australia for the Asian Cup. However, According to his Instagram, he's actually back in Edinburgh already because he's picked up another fresh injury. Oh, of course he has. So I think this, <laughs> I'm not sure, I think he seemed to delete it when he put it on Instagram because people were saying like, oh, well, he's injured. But there's no media reports on what happened and what the situation is there. So we seem to still be waiting for how serious that this is. So how long was Atkinson out for at the end of twenty twenty three? A good two three months was it? Ah, um, he seems to have had a couple of spells with a couple of months out um, from memory without checking it. Aye, so if this is a, a reoccurring thing here, if he's going to miss another couple of months of football, then your man Dexter is going to come in and be playing a lot. Aye, what fine with that. We we just we needed to get a right back in, and if we've got right. one that's actually quite good, even better. That's it. Because I mean, I like Alan Forrest, but you can't be playing him at right wing back or Oda or Oda. So yeah, see what happens there with Natty. The thing is, in between these massive injuries, he's actually amazing this season. In the handful of games he's actually played. Yeah, the, the annoying thing is he does look like quite a good player when he's. Fitting and on it. Hmm. Well, we were just talking about why would you want to send a central midfielder on loan to Hearts? Well, <laughs> Scott Fraser is coming in on loan from Charlton. Uh, he came through at Dundee United. He played two full seasons for them um, after breaking his leg and missing a year. Uh, he done quite well. For them and what was a really quite pushed on the United side. He even won a championship player of the month award while he was there. So he's a he's an attacking central midfielder, which we desperately need. But I guess what we're gonna have to wait and see with Scott Fraser is if he's actually if Nace was gonna kind of change that system in the center of the park to facilitate an actual attacking midfielder, or if we're just gonna end up with another player like George Grant that Seems a bit lost between the lines. Yeah, spot on. We don't really have a attacking mid in the way Naismith likes to play. Mm. I suppose you could say the guy he picked alongside Shanklin can drop back a wee bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, we do need one, but we also need to be able to accommodate one. Yeah, exactly what you said. There's a lot of people suggesting that he plays right further up and he does play off Shanklin a bit <clears> like <throat> we do with Boyce when he's fit. Um, mm. at least because currently Shanklin's kind of playing deeper and you've got Vargas playing further up so it sounds like a nice option a nice problem to have and another option anyway right. Um, I, since he left on the United he's played a fair amount of football down south he was at Burton. Uh, he's been at Milton, Keen, Milton Keynes Ipswich then Charlton and uh, the fancy seems to be a pretty decent quite rounded player so 
if you wanted to come back to Scotland for family reasons, take me. Has that all been confirmed? It's uh, what Naismith's even said to the papers that it's just delays with like paperwork. All right, okay. Like it's that yeah. public that is coming to heart. So they'll probably just be announced by the time you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having the <laughs> So that's Scott Fraser. Um, this was a busy day, all in one day. We got Alan Forrest's, uh, Alan Forrest's New Deal. First of all, he signed a new deal to the summer of 2026. How does that make you feel? I'm fine with that. Yeah, his, his recent forms definitely aren't it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Fine with that. Yeah, it's fine. I doubt, um, he's, I doubt he's wanting so much money coming from Livingston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, a good option. He's always a good option to have. Like I say, he's done well this season. I have no issues with him signing on again. I would hope, though, that he's there for squad depth rather than starter. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm absolutely fine with signing, continuing to sign players like Forrest because he's, he does do well and he's not a, a luxury. Yeah, exactly. He pays a lot of position for us. Yeah, uh, he has covered a lot of different positions. Mm-hmm. To think, like I remember when we played against Leeds in a pre-season friendly, he was playing as a lone striker, and then for <laughs> huge chunks of the season, he's been playing as a right wing back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> played at right back in a back four at points. So, aye, he'll do what you want. Good, good hearts, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, one man who's definitely not. Um, a harsh man. Uh, Andy Halliday is away. He's away to Motherwell on loan until the end of the season and his contract's up in the summer. So Halliday, no more. Um, good times and bad times. How Will you remember Halliday fondly or not? Ah, he, he had some great moments. The two goals against Hibs, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, was part of a couple of teams that got to a few Scottish Cup finals. And great banter, great banter, <laughs> absolutely brilliant banter. Aye. I really enjoyed when he spoke about how the whole dressing room supports Rangers, apart from Liam Boyce, who supports Celtic. <laughs> that, that, that was really good banter. Um, but he's got the holiday derby. It's a funny one because he was he was fucking dreadful for us that season in the championship. <laughs> But then the season we came up and finished third and he played loads. He was really good. Most of the time. <laughs> Funny player. So. Yeah, like like Forrest, covered many of positions. Oh, aye. Aye, he did. Uh, Cameron, good evening. Listen, I know you don't listen to the podcast, but please don't listen to what I said about you. <laughs> now, <laughs> I've always just... On that, I've always just thought it was a bit weird that you would have a conversation and then listen to it back at your leisure. <laughs> it's just it's strange, mate. You need to, One of us has got to do quality control. Exactly. You need to learn where to critique yourself and improve, Cameron. Maybe worth it. Don't need to, um, mate. Don't need to. <laughs> uh, Andy Halliday, can remember, will you remember him fondly? Nah. Nah. <laughs> I think he'd, he'd done a job. He was... Um, he was solid. I don't think there's anything standout about his time at Hearts, but he, he certainly served a purpose. Um, yeah, I've no, no, no bad feelings or overly like. I, I think, yeah, I don't have a lot of feelings towards it. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a good time for him to go. Like he was never really going to get any game time. I hope we don't. I hope we're in a like a point where we can be happy that Andy Halliday is not in the squad anymore. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you want to be... I mean, he's probably on a, an okay wage and paying a guy to not play at all doesn't really make much sense. Yeah. Right. I think it's... It'll be a, you know what, for him as well, he'll want to go out and play first-team football somewhere and obviously um, he's got that opportunity now. So, yeah, wish him well. Um, but, yeah, I think it's the right move. Mm-hmm. What, what do you reckon about Peter Haring... Um, do you would you be surprised if suddenly Haring's away, or do you think there's gonna that would be too much tinkering versus freshening up the squad if he was to go as well? I think he'll go. I also think Haring can still do a job. Uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> for for who? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I don't think he's that bad, and obviously he's coming back from quite a serious injury. Uh, it feels like he's always coming back for a serious injury. Yeah. Bye. I I, w- I wouldn't be upset if he left. Hmm. Yeah, you, you just wonder. You just wonder if he goes as well. Um. A really, a really funny one. Uh, Alex Lowry's loan was terminated, or there was some sort of arrangement in place for him to go back to Rangers. Um, on one hand, a controversial opinion is that he was uh, the, the most technically gifted footballer at Hearts. On the other hand, the majority of fans would say he was fucking shite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's probably the, the most split opinion player we've had. For a, a good while, a good while. To, to me, a uh, kind of luxury that only really flashed at points. Never really looked um, like an in, a week in week out player. And I think mm. if you're going to develop someone, and you've got kind of Vargas coming onto a game playing in that forward role, and you're going to develop someone. Develop someone that's going to be at your team. Don't develop them, and you know you're not going to have them next season. So if you're not getting anything yeah. out of them now, then it makes sense. No. Do you, Do you think Rangers maybe also thought? That um, he was going to play more. I would have thought so. Aye. Yeah, I would. You would think. So. But the thing is, like Naismith's system hasn't changed. Like it's it's been the same all season, and was pretty much the same at the end of last season as well. And Lowry was never going to fit into anywhere. You know what I mean? Because if we don't play with like that attacking midfielder, he would. He was never playing off Shankland. We don't really play with wingers because we've got wing backs. He's never fitting anywhere, really. He's kind of been chucked in and hope for some magic. But maybe, I mean, if the calls went in, he's available and it's savage that's made that decision and not necessarily. Uh, you've seen if it can work call, before, like just, It's something that he's thought was a, an opportunity and chucked him into the squad. And, yeah. yeah. It's fair enough, I suppose. But aye, why develop him here? But apparently Rangers are, have got a loan move for him to a decent... Probably like a League One or champ lower championship side in England for him to go to. So fair enough. But it, it would not surprise me if Alex Lowry plays for Scotland one day. I think he'll either go on and be playing for like a lower level English Prem team one day, or he'll be at Kilmarnock. I think he'll be completely <laughs> boomer bust. Okay, so you, so you've really got quite a range of outcomes there. Right, well, he's, he's one of those players. He's not just a safe pass it sideways boy. He'll either go and thrive and and go and have like 10, 15 goal assists at a decent level, or it's not going to work out for him. <laughs> then he'll he'll be a mid table Scotland team. It's Tony Watt. <laughs> you know, you never know. So we'll see what happens there. We'll watch his career closely. Uh, the final bit of news from that busy day was um, club icon, uh, the the big goalie Mag- McGovern. Is that even his name, McGovern? Aye. McGovern, McGovern. The builder. Uh, the builder helped build the the hotel. Project's complete, ready for opening. So that's the way to his next day. Modern boardrooms for David Martindale, through in Livingston. What a what a strange agreement. That was. I guess Gordon's back now, eh? So it, it makes sense not to spend money on bringing in a backup keeper. Gordon's mm-hmm. back. Cool. Cheers, mate. Aye. Not enough room in the dressing room. We're probably paying his wage and just getting him out the door. <laughs> we need this space. <laughs> um that was that. Uh we have Harry Stone's loan to Queen of the South was extended to the end of the season. Where Hammy doesn't seem to even be playing week in, week out, but he is getting some game time. And we've also given our star boy a contract extension for another year. So he's now with the club until next summer, basically, along with fellow youngster Ethan Drysdale, who's quite highly rated. I feel like like the Harry Stone storyline is our longest covered piece. Every so often <laughs> comes up and he's on loan and he's signed a new deal. We never see him. I, I was thinking about our very first podcast or like thereabouts when, when it was confirmed we were demoted. 
and we were thinking about our championship side and thinking Harry Stone could potentially start for us there. It would be a brilliant stage for him to come into the first team and all that. And here we are four years later. Must be our longest serving player. <laughs> hey, right. He's a goalie. He's got like 10 years left in that youth academy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Connor Smith. Speaking of uh, old youth players, Connor Smith is back from his loan at Scunthorpe. I honestly thought he'd left the club on a perm. <laughs> I think, is, not, is that not like understood so that he will leave at the end of the season? I thought I'd read that. Maybe I'm making yeah. it up. But... Aye, like I'm sure I read that he wasn't coming back, but there he is. Surprise, Nacy! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Scunthorpe fan fans seem to be really unhappy that it'd been you know, his loan has come to an end, so fuck knows what happened there. I have no idea. But he's back. Uh one player, Cameron, you would wish was back in Maroon. Oh. Adam McInef, the train himself, is back at Shamrock Rovers. What's happened there? What's going on? He's got a terrible <laughs> agent. Hmm. Um, yeah, what could have been every time he comes up. Mm-hmm. Champions League football for him, though. Jesus Christ. Qualifiers. <laughs> <laughs> all, all two of them. <laughs> um, from one cult hero to another hammy, one of your favourites, Morgan- Morgano Gomez is signed for East Stirlingshire. What a fucking guy. <laughs> It's a proper yes. hobby movie. Where's <laughs> you went, sorry? Uh, you told me. <laughs> Easter Lancer. <laughs> Easter Lancer? Is that? Are they? Oh, they're Lowland League. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, he's still cutting a bit League 2, but no, League, that's that's a great move for him. Good luck to him. 38-year-old. <laughs> great move for him. He probably <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just said, said he's been cutting a bit League 2. He's, uh, he's had a wee stint abroad. He's just back from Malaysia. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fucking hell. What age is he now? 38. Is that it? Jesus Christ. I feel like we're catching up with these guys. <laughs> oh, do you know what I found out today? Denny's watched Sopranos. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the first season of that, James Gandolfini was only 37. Yep. Christ. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, James Hill. He, he's younger than us. Uh, James Hill started for Bournemouth against Liverpool at the weekend. Uh, he was on loan at Blackburn for the first half of the season. He came in and apparently done a... I never saw the game, but apparently done a very good job. I mean, they lost 4-0, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was at fault for them. I mean, he was. they were playing against Liverpool, to be fair. <laughs> Who have they got? <laughs> no Shankland, anyway. Uh, bye. Good luck to him. I like James so most of the time. I like these long throws. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. smashing long throwing up. And since I started making dinner, there was a new rumor, which I haven't read into. Some European was he a striker? Somebody tell me about him because this sounds right up my street. Is it Kevin Van Veen? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. His name begins with a P. Then I had to make dinner. I, I have not seen this rumor. On uh, the heart standard, those uh transfer options, the um, eight smart transfer options for hearts, and one of them um was a big, big unit. Robert Polievka is his name, he's a striker. All oh, right, so this is just some guy who said it would be good if we should sign this guy, pretty much. Yeah, oh, <laughs> great. Right. It was like, um... like I say, only glance at the article that's disappointing, but it also sounds right up my street. So when's he joining us? How tall is he? <laughs> he is uh, he's Slovak. He's um, 27 years old. Yes. He's had a great season yes. um, in the Nike League. In the what? It's Ni- the Nike League. That's a, that's an actual thing. Well, uh, he's made nine appearances for the Slovakian national team. So he's currently playing for Banska by Stryka. Oh, what a club. <laughs> in the night, in the night league, uh, and he scored in the league 
18 appearances, 10 goals, 6 assists. Um, so he has actually had a, a great season. A bit of a obscure name there, but um, there was another one. It was, uh, oh, Dorney Romero. Dorney, Dorney, Dorney Hearts. <laughs> a good one. Is that the podcast Evans. name for this week? Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's a... Uh, We've got right backs on this list as well, which I feel like we've covered right backs now, but you never know. Imad Farage. Yeah, some Belgian, Slovaks, um, a couple other. Well, ones, I'm glad this guy done loads of fucking great research. <laughs> Hopefully, the club are also fucking doing this. <laughs> oh, you know, fine well that's way more information than Savage has got to hand. <laughs> He's sitting with an empty inbox. A list of names written on a fucking pad of paper. <laughs> well, there we go. That's all the transfer news. Um, some other bits and bobs. Sean Maloney said before Wigan played Man United that Humphreys had a, a bad loan last season. The season where he was at Hearts and he played in Europe and scored our goal of the season, goals against Hibs and an Edinburgh derby, was a, a bad loan. What, what, a, what a little loser. It's a different region because you can't ride the Pepsi Max. That's it. Like... Hey. There we go. Nuff said. Uh, in January, we won a bounce game against Kilmarnock 2-1 with uh, Kenneth Vargas and young right-back Adam Forrester on the score sheet. Uh, Vargas, Var- Vargas, well, Vargas <laughs> cannot stop scoring, which we'll come <laughs> on to. Uh, Robert Snodgrass has retired how long do you think we're going to wait before the big shoot interview on open goal about his heart's exit? I would be surprised if it's not already been recorded. Right. <laughs> can you can wait for it? See, going back one to the um, the, the bounce game, we mm-hmm. were talking about, Paddy mentioned earlier, the group that the, the winter break is going away. I don't see the point in the winter break. Like, I think the Rangers played something like Two friendlies against European teams. We've played a bounce <laughs> game. Everybody seems to have played during that period. Like yeah. the, fu- the breaks for fucking us. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was a bit at Tincastle like five times in fourteen days or something. You were oh, well. <laughs> too much. Uh, well, I was going to. I had the winter shutdown noted here. So, so t- this is because of the new European football format next season. So. The, so, as I gather, the group stages for it or whatever it is going to be doesn't finish it till, until the end of January. So, there's no winter break for Scottish teams. Not that there's going to be any Scottish teams participating in it, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, I'd, not because of the European football, but I'm glad anyway, because we never get the worst of the weather in January. We shut down for a month and then we're fucked because all the bad weather comes in February and March. <laughs> About to have a game off the horn. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so good. It's like the most sensible thing Scottish football's accidentally ever done. <laughs> Through no choice of their own. Right. Would you like to see Scottish football as a summer league? No. <laughs> no. I've got much better things to do in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> but there's nothing better. You know that really, that first like two, three games of the season where you can wear a t shirt. Well, maybe Aye. it's just because I'm in the wheat field. But... <laughs> so, so that's no games. <laughs> no, I, I get one or two very, very early on. Um, <laughs> just imagine if you had like half your season and nice, well, <laughs> more mild. Oh, go on. <laughs> so what the Scandies do, they still manage to operate in Europe. We don't get far in Europe anyway. Not Rosa, yeah, but, but... but then look at their winters. <laughs> I think they might struggle if they play through it. Like Scottish weather's not much better just because we didn't get snow. It's no fucking shit here. <laughs> I think the snow might be the issue, though. Ah, fuck it. Play in the summer. Um, the, the meet the managers night at Tincastle was very well received. It seems <clears throat> loads of quite direct comments. There was one thing from Savage teasing watch watch the space for um, new deals coming out. And then Alan Forrest was confirmed, and you're thinking, is that it? <laughs> um, and the, there was some, Hammy, you've probably seen more than me, 
being on kickback and stuff, but there were some direct comments made by Naismith about fans writing off players. Like Neuenhoff seemed to be mentioned or something. Do you know about this? I do not. I completely forgot <laughs> this was even a thing. Well, hammy. Um, well, I, apparently they weren't happy about fans criticising players directly online. Um, if you ask me, that's our footballing culture. And you've got to respect that. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... I kind of like. I, I get his point around not writing guys off too quickly, but like, that's not a battle you're gonna win. <laughs> like, yeah, it's gonna happen. You just need, to... yeah. I like who. Give us a listen, Mister Stephen. <laughs> who have you read <laughs> off that's, that's gone on to be fucking amazing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, I thought I didn't think Ellis Sims was great when he first signed. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that there's like you go on Twitter or any shite hearts podcast like this, and you're gonna get people being like, "Oh, he's quality. Oh, he's great." Based on one match, aye, that's just fucking life these days. People, mm-hmm. people fundamentally like big part of watching football is talking about football. Any sport is talking yeah. about aye. and having an opinion on points. Mm-hmm. Comes with the territory, right? Yeah, exactly. If you want to play for a a club with no heart and soul, where there's barely any social media presence, go and play for Hibs. <laughs> <laughs> Open up your heart and your soul. <laughs> <laughs> they still think David Marshall's got a chance of going to the Euros. Right. Doing Hoff was apparently specifically mentioned as trust me he he is going to be a player all right we'll see and um we'll, we'll come on and have a wee chat about Tagala in a wee bit as well <laughs> that was a great chance to link into Tagala there but no we'll speak about the Spartans game I've got joy <laughs> um program Pete and the program tomorrow again that no one will ever see because the game's going to get called <laughs> very good chance against I wonder what they do Jink they'll just reprint the same programme this happened to us before it did I we had to order them did they never go out to general sale they did like a combined programme of two games or something oh, like the programme yeah. for the original game was stuck in with the new one or something along those lines um, either way buy it read it Great article, you love it. Right. I actually bought that pro- the double one as well. Totally forgot about that. But what about loosely without giving away your the secrets? You do want people to buy this after all. <laughs> if you like mid-season signings, we cover some of the best. Oh, wonder what that could be about. <laughs> Easter eggs, mate. It's Easter eggs. <laughs> right, well, that's that's all the transfers. And new stuff. Um, no Simon's game this week, so jump in and speak about the Spartans game a little bit. Uh, closest derby in years. Um, <laughs> love the big Spartans goalie. Like, somebody tell me, how do we line up going into this one? It was a stronger side than most of us thought, you could say. I was pretty happy with the way we lined up. I do think coming off a break, awkward away game, just put your full strength squad. I'm much more of the belief of start your strongest team and if you're doing well you can bring on youngsters rather than starting with youngsters and potentially having to chase the game but there was big news in the sticks does anyone know the exact amount of days that it is? fucking loads 400 or something Craig Gordon back in the goal Um, he had Halkett in front of him Kingsley and Frankie Kent fullbacks were Cochrane and Forrest again no it was Cochrane and Oda wasn't it? Yeah, and then Benny Grant in the middle with Forrest Tagawa and Vargas causing trouble up front do you want to go straight into Tagawa or do you want to go through the game first up to you Roll the when I first seen this lineup, I thought oh true about Shank on then no being fit but then also I thought this is a great chance for Tagawa to do something I felt like he really had to if not score contribute in some sort of way at least 
maybe even just touch the ball and sort of pass it about <laughs> and see yeah, yeah. see how it feels to be a footballer. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, that's the big thing with Tagawa. It's not that he's um, it's not that he's playing badly. It's the fact he's not doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> you, you could literally like I don't want to be harsh on him because we've just talked about giving players maybe more of a chance, and it must be difficult flying all over the world. He was in Portugal last season, but he he was he is until he signed for us. He was on a Japanese team, so it might be a bit of a culture shock, but. Even then, you'd think he'd contribute a wee bit more than he has. Hmm. No, he looks like he just does not get it at all. Yeah. I'd actually like to see him get loaned out this month, go and play for a decent championship <clears throat> side or something. Yeah. Let's see, because like, he just looks... does not look like a footballer. There's only one translator, though, Jarvie. So, can I just send them out like that? That could be an issue if he rolls up in fucking eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> also, also could be an issue if you loan him out and you've not got any other strikers. Oh. This is also an issue. Excuse me. Right. Scary one. It's a, it's a funny one. Um, If Shankland... I'm, I'm more concerned if Shankland was to get a serious injury like just beyond this transfer window and we've got like say we retain Shankland, then in February he gets injured for the rest of the season, we'd be fucked. Yeah. Well that's cheery. <laughs> I know but, <laughs> but that's gonna be the case with most teams who have a player who's so, so important, like to the level that Shanklin is. Yeah. Um but you can't dally on that. You can't play football being worried about being injured. Probably true every team outside of Celtic and Rangers. Javi, you're forgetting about the Slovakian boy that you've said's coming in, so we'll be all right. He he will hit, come in and hit the ground running, <laughs> or just hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, his belly's not touching the ground like fucking like Vanacek. <laughs> uh, uh, it's concerning. I guess you've got Liam Boyce. He just got married last week. Um, Naismith said he's almost fit. I think it's just because he was getting married, which is fair enough. Um, you've got boys to come back and you just feel with boys you just get slower by the by the week you know Franklin's all the fastest player in the world but you know he does press and he, he causes stuff behind the lines doesn't he so we're just uh, we should get Van Veenen we should just get some some serious backup through the door now or the big or the check hey. whatever his name was but don't worry because whilst most teenagers are playing video games and slurping <laughs> energy drinks, <laughs> we have a 16-year-old who made an appearance. I thought he, he did quite well. Aye. Young James Wilson, he did. He came on for Tagawa, and he absolutely did 100 times more than than T- Tagawa did while he was on the park. Simple as yeah. that. Yeah. Now, if you are a young teenager and you might slurp video, uh, slurp video <laughs> games and drink gaming, <laughs> um, but that's not our words. That's reported by what's his name again? Barry Anderson. Barry Anderson, a guy who is a professional journalist, wrote that. <laughs> Imagine saying slurped. What an absolute. That. He must have been fucking fuming <laughs> at like a teenager that day or something. Like some fucking <laughs> kids like on the bus put his finger up at him or something. Get out of life, man. <laughs> I just couldn't see past the word slip. <laughs> um, we do have a potential new Josh Janelli, I feel. I think uh, Kenneth Vargas is slow under the radar here, going to end up being quite a, a big player for us for the remainder of the season. Three goals in three games now for Ur Kenneth. Uh, arguably four in four, if you include that bounce game against Kilmarnock. Mm. Um, he, he, if there's a cup final tomorrow, we spoke about this last podcast, was it? Like, who's that kind of last player you play up top? Vargas is in there now, isn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. he? He looks like he's got something about him. Things are coming off. He's scoring goals. Mm-hmm. He looks athletic. Aye. Aye. He's looking good. He looks very uh, very confident and happy when he's on the pitch. You know what I mean? 
polar opposite yep. of Tagawa. Aye. Yep. Let Just play to give him a for head. that goal. It was a great header, great ball. Yeah, it was. So it's nice to have. Very nice to have. And uh, it was a it was a good game, eh? Like it was a nice it was a nice moment. Like the atmosphere, it felt massive. The Piper Cameron. <laughs> we done the, the players out. Well he so here I um that's nice, isn't it? That's lovely. <laughs> I would I want to see that every week. My sister lives in Portugal and she uh, her boyfriend is Brazilian so she convinced him that, that happens at every single Scottish game, that every game's led it by a piper and a full kilt. <laughs> that happens that happens every morning when I go to work. Does it not happen at your work? <laughs> Guy plays the pipes, we all walk in, get on our day. <laughs> really hyped by the time I get to my desk. I thought you were gonna say that she heard the pipes from Portugal, Simon. I thought some set of lungs on that boy. Oh, weird, Daz. Um, <laughs> oh, no. The Spartans goalie it was fucking class. He's a big jamble as well. Player car as well. Got man of the match. Yeah, absolutely deserved that. And they scored a screamer as well at the edge of the box. A lovely right. finish. Miss hit cross, but absolute screamer of a finish. Right. It was lovely. And um, I we were very lucky in the end to, to score a winner. We just about had egg on our face. If that went to penalties, I could have went it either way. That's how they work. No <laughs> <laughs> penalties, go. Oh, <laughs> that was a Spartans game. Uh, Hammy, Jambles kickback. They'll be supportive of Tagawa, surely. <laughs> away and don't talk a lot of shame. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did bring up the writing of a player early, so I'll give you some of the, the, the views of of Tagawa from our friends online. <clears throat> and one says, and they aren't all terrible, so he says, he constantly makes runs that are ignored. He has to show more than he is, but he is suffering from us not playing a way that suits him. The way that we set up is completely detrimental to the way he wants to play, which begs the question of why even bother signing him and never try to use his strengths. And that's a, mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to agree with that. Um, another one says, let's be honest, we don't create much for our strikers. We've been lucky to have Shanklin being so clinical in front of goal. The fact that we haven't scored more than two goals in a league game this season speaks volumes. Maybe if we bring in some creative midfielders, we can see the best from guys like Tagawa. Or maybe he isn't good enough. Maybe. Um, and then there's some other types uh, of comments. It's terrible and hasn't shown anything in just about every game he's played. Terminate his contract with mutual consent immediately. <laughs> he is either, <laughs> is he either not settled or he's just pish. Either way, it's not working for everyone. Another one calls him the Invisible Man. I failed to register he had started the game for at least 10 minutes. Uh, another says he has to go on loan and find something from somewhere and we need to get another number nine in from somewhere. He's starting to look like the next Malory Martin like Demure. And the, I mean that he's a foreign player coming in on a long deal and being terrible. Yes. <clears throat> Another one says, I was prepared to give Tagua and Oda more time, but if you can be so poor against a fourth-tier Scottish team, it ain't looking good. I would get rid of both of them immediately. We need to start again. No more stupid project players. Um, somebody else says Tagua is hopeless. He's shown absolute zero qualities on the pitch. Oda not far behind. Needs shot of the two of them as soon as possible. Tagawa's reactions to what's going on around him are so slow. It seems to me his concentration is poor, as is his game awareness. Won't make it at hearts. Time to move on. A failed project player. And finally, uh, today was a massive opportunity for him to show something, and I thought he completely wasted it. 
He was really poor. Again, if he can't grab his chance against a League Two side, I question whether we'll see anything from him in a Hearts jersey. I hate to say it, but we need to get rid of him, though having two and a half years left on his contract will make that difficult. So, yes. Fuck, um, I'm, I'm sure the money folk on kickback could work it. Work it. <laughs> <laughs> Financial yeah. experts on there. Everybody. All right, well, what, what was it Jarvis said that players make a lot of money now for just getting photos taken of them? I never said that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Like the one of the first pods, I'm sure you said something like that. <laughs> of getting foes? Oh, you mean like when they sign a deal? The image, I, right? I, I, the image rights, that's it. There was somebody, Don't get the somebody mentioned that we'd spent £400,000 on them as well, by the way, so... Um, I don't know how Stavage, real that right? is, um, but yeah, I think he was bought <clears> for money, though, so... I think just getting rid of them is not not the the, the right choice. I, I do think we need to maybe. It's a funny one, Billy, because he's only going to get better if he gets game time, and then you don't really want to watch the game time at the moment. So that's <laughs> <it's, it's laughs> a tough one. Ah, he yeah. drop it. Like realistically, it's going to be Vargas or Shankland, and well, that's that not might, happening. It might fix itself. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine going into February and we've got Tagawa as our starting striker? Yeah, have all that money in the in the bank that they can't spend. You scared to spend, refusing to spend it on a Scottish player. Jarvis' heart rate's flatlining. No fuck, I'm down nine point five, nine eight point five. That's scary. <laughs> I, I honestly think get him on loan, send him to fucking Ray Froverts or somewhere. I don't think that'll help him. Although he's <laughs> playing quite well, to be fair. That's what I mean. Like a decent championship side where he'll be able to play attacking football and maybe pick up some Fife dialect. <laughs> but Jink, that's why he's so confused on the pitch. It's just like there's 22 Scotsmen on the pitch. Sharon, like, fucking you, and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs to. I, I was drunkenly saying this to Paddy at the weekend as well. You know, he Tagoa gets a bit of extra rope because he's come across another side of the world, he doesn't know the language, he's blah blah blah. There's other players that will maybe criticize a lot more because you expect them, so I'd still give him a little bit more time, but the early signs aren't great. And I, I, yeah. I know we weren't really talking about him, but he did come up with Oda as well. After having such a great end of last season, he just mm-hmm. does not look like the same player as well. It's, I think it's the certainly... problem with Oda is finding his position because he's not a right wing back. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think he's comfortably a winger. Like I think he was good mm-hmm. in that position towards the end of last season. But Naismith just doesn't really play that position. Yeah. No, but the, the thing is, neither did Nielsen. So when Oda came in, he was signed, didn't he play any wingers? Nielsen played a five at the back against every everyone. Oh, Brofield Tynecastle, five at the back. We've never played with wingers. Yeah. So what hey, what hey. was he signed to play? We never played our Brof. I would have remembered seeing Dick Campbell. <laughs> <clears throat> Auchin like Talbot. <laughs> oh. Um so it makes you wonder what like what what's the plan there? See with Tagawa. You felt when he was signed, right, you're a Josh Janelli replacement. It's all the same attributes. Your pace is fuck. You play off the front. That's fine. But then he's been getting played out wide. And then he looks lost. And when he comes inside, he looks lost. It's it's just it's just weird. You just don't don't get it at all. But with Tagawa, like you were saying about having more time because he's come across the, the world. It's the same with Oda. Oda when he came into the first team last season, he was dreadful. And then it was the end of the season where suddenly he was playing a lot better and what he scored against Hibs and all that. So hopefully Tagawa has his moment. I also, I can't imagine it's easy having a translator give you your, what your managers want to do. I can't imagine it's... Yeah, easy. things get lost in translation as well. Maybe it's the translator's fault. <laughs> like Hibs, man. Translators telling Naismith saying, right, I want you to stick to the right flank, blah blah blah. 
translators telling him to go and play on the fucking left wing. <laughs> I mean, he's doing neither of those, so. Hmm. The thing is, older, when older was getting loads of stick, he was still he was still trying. He was still sprinting about, making loads of mistake mistakes, but he was trying. And like we like we've been saying, Tagalog just seems to be not. Standard. <laughs> and he, I mean, we we remember us the, the real standard at the beginning of the season again when we were in Dundee, and he, they played on the wing to yeah. get out of that day. And he was like, he's never been out like you can see the guy's never played wing in his life. Like right. um, when he was at his previous clubs, did he just play as a kind of standing nine? Because he looks like the kind of guy that must have just had balls slotted into him, and that's maybe why you don't see as much running from because the way he's played football previously expects to kind of be that. Kind of hover around the box, striker. From what I remember watching, it was all balls <laughs> over the top. He was he has had a few moments, like he's had chances, mm-hmm. but he's just not taking any of them, and then it seems to have got worse. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him score this season at home against Partick Thistle. <laughs> it was a night, but again, that's exactly how I thought he'd be wanting to play together. It was a ball over the top. But she sprinted on to it. it was one or two touches and then knocks it past the keeper. But everyone sits so deep. Yeah. But then why are you signing a player? Because Scottish football has no change for 50 years. They've <laughs> 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 also got to be able to pass the ball a bit to create those opportunities. Why are we still watching it? <laughs> <laughs> Darts is back in how many weeks, Cameron? <laughs> Soon. Hmm. I guess or just I, if we're just coming to the end of the tag a little bit, the one thing is you, you'll probably get to see him start again in a few weeks in the next round of the Cup now that we've got a lower league opponent. I totally missed Aye. the agenda as well. Airdrie will be exciting one. Bye. That's exactly the Derby. The Jarvie Derby. Derby. Um, that, that's exactly the type of game where you do want to see players like Tagawa and Oda start because you do want it to work out for them. Yeah, absolutely. What can you do? Well, thank you, Hammy. Kickback. Um, kickback's cheery, as always. So we're recording this on a Monday night. We're meant to be playing Dundee tomorrow. There's rumours this season that the game's going to get called off proactively, considering you, you can't travel safely between Dundee you and Dundee. Walking and my dog's a fucking danger. <laughs> <laughs> my dog is a danger. <laughs> she fucking is. She's a big softy. <laughs> scared of the dark as well. Shite bag. She is scared of the dark. Um, so a good chance it's called off tomorrow morning. We'll see what happens. Um, and we play, but if if that if we do play them tomorrow, this is our game in hand game. Um, a good opportunity this week to really kind of make our mark and go ahead in third. If somebody's got the league table open, because I don't. If we beat Dundee tomorrow and we beat Aberdeen on Saturday, how many points does that put us ahead, Aberdeen? And they've still got a couple of games in hand and all that. <laughs> I mean, it depends what they do as well. <laughs> Aberdeen playing tomorrow? I think they play Wednesday, maybe. So there's, a game, there's, a, there's a full slate midweek. Right. Yeah, they've, they've got St. Johnston uh, during the week, so... What were fourteen points ahead at the moment? So, say if we win both games in hand, that would be twenty points ahead. If we win, they lose, and then we beat them at the weekend. We'll be twenty points ahead. Aye. How? (laughs) (laughs) Twenty. No, that's if they get beat off St Johnston as well. Yeah, yeah, aye. So if if we they get beat, we win, and then we beat them at the weekend. We'll be twenty points ahead. Oh, man, this is the most piss. confusing fucking roundup ever. I know. I almost don't believe you. <laughs> Look, the likeliness is that it'll be eleven points when we when they beat St Johnston and then beat us at the weekend. <laughs> Boo! Oh, do we have another game at the weekend? Fucking hell, man! Home. Back to ten castle twice right. a week, Simon. Oh, it's so good, good. No, that's a tiny. No, it's not in Castle Tuesday, Saturday. <laughs> you just need to hand your season tickets back in, man. 7,000 people waiting patiently. I guarantee you there isn't. 
Um, not, not back at Tencastle to the 17th of February after that, though. So. Oh, this is old news. Dundee were our bogey team last time they were in the Premier League me and Cameron witnessed us play disgusting football up at Dens Park and get beat earlier in the season so hopefully we put that right tomorrow night and our record against Aberdeen at Tencastle is brilliant it should be a a good game of football both teams will be playing to win Um, you've got a fancy Kenneth Vargas to to keep on scoring and the big maroon submarine to keep on moving. <laughs> so, you heard of your first 20 points ahead by the weekend, Cameron, <laughs> by ourselves. I'm still in shock. I, 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 mm-hmm. I don't know what good that. You've made plans, plans for Saturday, Saturday already. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing that can't be moved. Sweating. right into the buy sell so when I look at last week's one which was the transfer one that we set a couple of weeks ago somebody was really positive and most of us were really negative (laughs) Paddy Paddy, being really positive got you one point yes (laughs) everybody else got three Instagram also got three and Twitter got four, four so um, that was Hearts to sign two players before the Spartans game. No. <laughs> mm. um, at least one current Hearts player have left before the Spartans game. I've given that as a yes. Um, with Andy Halliday at the door. Mm-hmm. Some debut minutes for an as-yet-unknown player versus Spartans. That ha- happened with our uh, Jamaican right back. Mm-hmm. And... Hearts over 4.5 goals versus Spartans. Well, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, anyway, onwards. Um, where that leaves us on the the score roundup, we have in last place, it's tied last place now because Instagram were out there on their own, but um, they pulled it back a bit. And it's Paddy and Instagram on 29, (laughs) settling down for the rest of the season, Paddy. Up to 31, where Simon is. Hammy on 32. Myself and Twitter on 33. And Jarvie leads the pack on 34. Yes. So, um, given we're recording this on Monday night and there might be a game on Tuesday and Paddy will probably post this after the game on Tuesday. I'm going to just set this for the Aberdeen game. So here's four questions for the Aberdeen game. Um, First one. Given that we are a few days away and things can happen, um, Shanklin to start versus Aberdeen. Bye, 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 bye. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh I'm going to buy it. I'm positive, positive on this. Um, now Hearts have scored first in both of the games we've played against Aberdeen so far this season: a two-nil home win and a two-one away defeat. Um, Hearts to score first. Bye. 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 Oh, all right. Bye's across <laughs> the board again. Um, I've just I've just told you the scores. So um, there were two in both of those games that um, that were scored by the winner. Also, Hearts have scored exactly two goals in five of their last six games, and as Hammy alluded to, haven't scored more than two in a league game this season. So Hearts to score exactly two goals. Bye. Holy shit. That can only be one, mate. (laughs) Oh, so it can be two or more. Oh, yeah, but we haven't... I I just explained we haven't scored any more of them. (laughs) What was the last time we played Aberdeen at Tincastle? Was it 5-0? 2-0 and 1. Oh. Uh, I'll rephrase no. that. We haven't scored more than two in the league this season. I'll I'll sell it anyway. Okay. I am going to sell it. Paddy Hammy. Is this, is this the two goals question? Yes. Bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, there he goes again. You bought everything for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and then um Hearts had four yellow cards in the home fixture earlier in the season and seven in the away fixture. 
So the line is over 4.5 yellow cards for Hearts. Bye. <laughs> sell. <laughs> I'll sell that. I'll also sell that, yeah. Okay, everyone's selling and Paddy is buying. <laughs> Let's keep this going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I'll let you know how we got on with our yellow cards in a week's time. And, I, and I'll be at the game now. We'll see. You'll, you'll be on those binoculars at looking for me. <laughs> Every week. Good stuff, Paul. Thank you, Cameron. And thank you, boys. Um, and join us next time as we look back at potentially Dundee and surely Aberdeen. But don't worry if the game against Dundee is postponed because we'll be looking ahead on the next podcast to playing Dundee again. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that one's not home as well. And if that, if tomorrow gets postponed, no, that's away. Um, but if that you game, your tickets. <laughs> if the game gets postponed tomorrow, we might have a Dundee twice in a week. <laughs> oh man, Scottish football's fucking shit. <laughs> Good to happen, like. Um, so why that's uh, that, that's why we watch, love, and listen to it all, don't we? Dundee. Follow us on X and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast to play along with by ourselves. And uh, if you if you enjoy the podcast, don't forget to leave us a nice sweet review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, I personally reads all your comments and passes them on to the group quarterly. <laughs> so until next time, keep washing your hands for the hearts. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> see you again soon. <laughs>